satellite. Transmitting. Broadcasting live. Broadcasting live. Across Australia and around the world. Woo! Home to the world's biggest stars. Stars. This is Ava Max. And I'm on air with Brandon Atkins. Hey, this is Haley Steinfeld. Hey, I'm Mabel. Hey, this is Brando. And I'm hanging out with Brandon Atkins. Hey, guys, it's Tate McRae here. Hey, it's Joel Corey. And right now, I'm on air with Brandon Atkins. Brandon Atkins. Brandon Atkins. Brandon Atkins. And the hottest hits at night. The On Air with Brendan Atkins Show. On a show. Emergency alert. Please stand by. Right about now, we're ready to count it down. <laughs> 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4, 3, 2. Live on air. On air. We are on for your Sunday night. Welcome to the On Air with Brandon Atkins show. Your home for the world's biggest stars and the best in pop, dance and R&B tracks. I mean, Australia, I am so pumped to be bringing this to you tonight. I've done this show for the last six years on a rival station. So it just feels so good to be bringing it to a new audience, bringing it to you guys. This is going to be your one-stop shop just to relax on a Sunday night, get all the freshest tunes trending right now and chats with your favourite celebs. I mean, tonight's show is jam-packed. Comedian Ursula Carlson. I mean, we know her from The Masked Singer. Uh, have you been paying attention? She's on, like, everything here in Australia. She'll be phoning through in about an hour's time. She's got a brand new tour happening in April and May across Australia. I am so excited to chat to her. And I'm going to introduce you to a brand new artist by the name of Raria. She's from Melbourne. She has had a couple of tracks last year, but her fresh one is... Absolutely sublime. She is destined for big things in 2022. Uh, if you want to connect with the show at any time, chuck me a follow on Insta right now at Brandon Atkins Radio or punch this number into your speed dials if that's still a thing. Um, I, I mean, if you're rocking a Nokia 5510, might work well for you. Um, 131009, call me anytime. Let's have a chat. Let's get to know one another. It's going to be absolutely great. Um, I reckon we stop mucking around and get into it, shall we? Let's do the feed next. This is where we see what's been trending on your socials the last few days. Doing that after a craze and cherish. One of the top dance floor tracks going around at the moment. Do it to it. You're locked onto the On Air with Brandon Atkins show. Tate McRae on the On Air with Brandon Atkins show. On Air with Brandon Atkins. The Feed. Let's go. All right, time to see what's been trending on your socials over the weekend. And Twisties have created a new prototype for a mint flavoured version of the snack. The new product comes after a Married at First Sight episode on Nine this week in which one of the grooms told his new partner he had bad breath because he had just eaten a packet of chicken twisties. The marketing manager of Twisties, Catherine Twomey, denied chicken twisties were to blame for the awkward moment, saying, It is of Twisties' opinion that the chicken twisties do not give people a stinky breath. However, the iconic snack would never want to stand in the way of true love. It is now canvassing public opinion to see if this new product has any legs as a long-term offering. I mean... So much to unpack there. Firstly, who still eats chicken twisties? It's cheese all the way. No arguments there. In fact, go to my Insta story right now, at Brandon Atkins Radio. Vote uh, chicken, cheese. I'd like to know what you're digging because 
I've got one friend that eats chicken and that's pretty much ruined our friendship for now. I mean, I can never comprehend why people would want to eat the chicken flavoured, but this mint flavour, I mean, this could be a good alternative to like Listerine or something. Maybe you don't have to like brush your teeth anymore. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see how that goes. Uh, the number two story trending, a young intoxicated man has landed himself in front of a judge by dialing the emergency services and disclosing his awesome plan. So Nathan Keane called Triple O back in November and said he was going to burn down someone's house. He then said he had dialed the wrong number and ended the call. When the Triple O operator called back, he disclosed that he was sitting at the front of, front of his friend's house with a jerry can and was going to tip petrol on it and burn it. Throughout the bail and court proceedings, it emerged that he never had a jerry can despite the threat and had actually never left his home when he made the call. No conviction was recorded, but he was fined $500. And finally tonight, a travel security expert has shared his beliefs that anyone staying in a hotel should avoid staying above the fourth floor of the building wherever possible. And he's got some pretty chilling thoughts about anywhere below the second floor too. So that means you've only got what? one, two, three floors to play with when you go away. Um, so Lloyd Figgins, he is a travel risk expert who used to be a soldier. He reckons that you should only stay between the second and fourth floor because the biggest thing that gets overlooked is the risk of fire. So he went on to say, make sure you stay between the second and fourth stories of the hotel because the fire department ladder rarely reaches above the fourth story. Anything below the second floor is targeted by burglars. So Apparently, receptions and lobbies are where they can pose as a fellow traveller and they can kind of get a gist if you're travelling alone, whether you're going to be in the room when you're not going to be in the room. So, there you go, some tips as to, you know, your next travel adventure whenever we can go back overseas next. Um, that's what's trending on your socials tonight. Coming up next, we'll do some celeb goss in the Entertainment 3, or we know it as the E3, Tom Holland, the current Spider-Man has revealed a little secret from the recent film that has just gone gangbusters at the cinemas. I'll fill you in after this new track from Years and Years in Regard, an absolute dance floor tune. This is Hallucination. You must be single. Go. Ladies and gentlemen. This is Rihanna. This is Calvin Harris. Kim Kardashian West. Get all the top trending celeb guys. Hey, it's Taylor Swift. The E3. Thanks for having us on tonight as we do a round of the E3. About 150k worth of antique props were recently stolen from the Crown set as the crew filmed scenes for season five nearby. A South Yorkshire Police Department spokesperson confirmed that the theft took place Wednesday, February 16th. It was reported that three vehicles containing props used in film and TV were broken into and a number of items taken. Uh, officers investigated the incident, but all existing lines of inquiry have now been exhausted. Apparently, all royal watchers need not fret as Netflix has stated that this will not impact season five release date. Uh, ben Stiller has revealed the one movie that he turned down and I can't understand why he turned it down. He was talking to Howard Stern this week and he reckons he was offered to direct this particular movie. Now, I should preface that there were two guys also attached to this movie who were unknowns at the time, Matt Damon and Ben Affleck. I think you know what movie I'm talking about. He chats with Howard Stern. By the way, I have passed on things that then I regretted for sure, you know. Like what? What did you pass on? And you said, oh, shit. And then you see it and you go, oh, my God. Goodwill Hunting. Oh. Directing Goodwill Hunting. <laughs> oh, are you serious? Oh, my God. So when that, when something like that happens, which is Goodwill Hunting, one of the best movies ever made, right? 
the boys handed you the script. They were young guys. I don't, I don't you know, know if they even knew that I got it. Um, but right. I got I got sent it by my agent at the time, and the first turnoff was that these two guys were attached to it to act in it. Who wrote it? I was like, what? Come on. Ooh. Well, you're right. Like, who are I, they? I cast my own projects. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm Ben Stiller. Who are these guys? Stop. Or right, I right, attach myself to things I've written, and then I'm not. I don't want anybody else to attach them. Um, <laughs> so that was that was one that I uh, was like, uh, all right. Yeah, big mistake now. Matt and Ben are two big superstars. Um, he also talked about Pete Davidson and his take on him being in the news quite a bit. And it turns out Ben knows Pete quite well. Take a listen. What do you make of Pete Davidson, and we hear he's dating up a star. These women can't stay away from him. Pete is having a moment in time right now. Um, yes. He's an incredibly sweet guy. He's so personable. You know, he's got such a charisma. He's funny. He's really funny. Um, but he has become really, really famous, I think, you know, for kind of dating. Yes. And and yes. and being on the show. But he and I think he re I get the sense that he's a guy who like really loves to work, cares about his work. And that's where, you know, I think that's how he's going to be known. He's got you know, a lot of great work ahead of him, too. But he's really funny on the show, too. He just has a real charm about him. And he also, I, th I think he really wants to act and, and do, you know, and he's making movies and, you know, taking roles on that are real acting roles. Uh, everyone loves Pete Davidson. He is such a sweetheart with the girls. Um, and the number one story trending, Tom Holland, the current Spider-Man, caught up with Seth Meyers recently and revealed that one of the previous Spider-Men, either Andrew Garfield, Tobey Maguire, or himself, he's not giving too much away on this, but... Someone wore a fake butt on the set of No Way Home. Take a listen. I'll give you a spoiler, and I'm not going to tell you who, but one of us has a fake ass in their suit. Really? Wow. You can figure out that for yourselves. Well. I mean, see, this is a real, this is, you know, I mean, everybody, everybody thinks you're such a nice guy, but you're all about ticket sales. Because now, everybody I'm here is going back out to try to find the fake ass. I remember being on set being like, wow. Oh, hang on a minute. No, that's not real. <laughs> right. Oh, that is absolutely brilliant. Uh, that is the E3 for now. Plenty more goss later on tonight. In the meantime, Ursula Carlson phoning through next to chat about her upcoming tour. And we're going to do a round of first date conventions. Confessions. Yeah, they're pretty saucy. We'll do that in about 45 minutes. Keep it locked. So much positivity and joy in that track. Super high, Nika, following the sun. Ursula Carlson's here. On air. On air. You're on air. Here we go. And on iHeartRadio. You ready to start the show? On air with Brandon Atkins. Raise your hands up. Yeah, she's one of Australia's favourite comedians and she's hitting our shores in a couple of weeks with a brand new tour, Ursula Carlson. Hello, how are you? I'm good, thanks. How are you? I am so good. I'm super pumped you're coming to our shores in a few weeks. I mean, perfect timing too. The world's opening up, lockdowns are a thing. I mean, talk to me, how is lockdown life in New Zealand? Look, I think overall people are over it, but then also, you know, summer just sets in and it's really humid over here. People also don't have the energy to fight it. <laughs> so it's sort of a weird conundrum. Like, it's, it's like back, if, if, I don't know how old you are, but back in the 80s, you'd watch a TV show and you don't want to watch it, but there's also no remote for the TV. Yeah. Then you have to wait for someone else to walk in the room and go, can you change that? <laughs> That's kind of the vibe that we're on at the minute, you know, like... Uh, 
We're frustrated, but we don't have the energy to do anything about it. I, I'm in that sort of mindset 24-7. Like, I am just, I'm so lazy, even, like, post-lockdown. Like, you know, I haven't seen yeah. anyone for, like, four months. And then, I don't know, it's just... Oh, I don't. I'm not bothered to see my friends. I'm like, oh yeah, whatever. You know, I'll, I'll get round to seeing you when it, whenever it suits me. You know. Yeah, but you know what? Like with the first lockdown, it was almost like a bit of a novelty. We were so excited. We were all baking and learning a new language and le- reading books and like, <laughs> oh, this is amazing. And then um, now when we were sort of the four months lockdown, we go, all oh, right. So now we just kind of embrace eating a lot. Yeah. Drinking, yeah. like I, I aggressively day drink now. Like <laughs> I used to just enjoy a drink. Like I used to watch and go. It's after five o'clock. Once I start cooking dinner, then it's fine. I can have a glass of wine. Now I'm starting dinner nine o'clock in the morning, so I can have a glass of wine. Yeah, why not? So, just get that slow <laughs> cooker out all day, every day, just for an excuse to have a drink. I know exactly what you mean. Um, I am so excited because you've got this tour. It's personal. It's coming uh, to Australia yeah. next year um, and I mean obviously given by the title I would be safe to say it's about your personal life yeah yes because I, I never put anything out on social media about my personal life I don't I don't talk about my family or anything and I never share any photos or anything but I thought you know what we've all just had this massive shared experience and we're sort of in a scenario now where no one talks anymore yes. you know everything is like as soon as you start saying something you go yeah no I saw your Facebook and that's it. So we've lost the ability to talk to each other. We don't open up about stuff anymore. And I just thought, I spent eight weeks in total in hotel quarantine. I've got a lot of personal shit that I've got rolling out. Of course. So um, I'm just going to take it on the road. And a lot of it is really funny. You know, we kind of go, people don't talk about this stuff, do they? But I'm <laughs> going to. I'm just going to flop it right out. <laughs> You know, you're right, though, because we don't talk anymore. Like, social media and technology just consume our lives. And, you know, God forbid there's a blackout somewhere because if you've got a story to tell, it will have to remain unverified until Instagram and Facebook are back up, you know? Like, it's just, that is just the the sort of the way we live now. We live through um, social media and that's how we view other people's lives. And, I mean, like, I am, I used to be really bad for social media, Ursh, where I would have to document everything. Like, everything that was going on in my life, you had to know. I was at the beach here. Yeah. I'm getting a cup of coffee here. Now I'm just sort of like, yeah, whatever, you know. Like I'll just sort of post an Instagram story every two days just to sort of make sure my friends know, yep, he's alive, he's kicking on, you know. So they know you're not dead. Yeah, yeah exactly. Some, sometimes, like, um, people have suggested, my promoters have suggested, you know, because people record your set at yeah. comedy shows and they go, we can take people's phones and put it in a bag, a sealed bag, so they can't record anything. I go, I can't because there's too many 19-year-olds that come to the show and I would hate for their friends to think they <laughs> died or got abducted by aliens <laughs> or whatever. <laughs> it's, just, it's a young generation. My, my girlfriend, her brother is like, I think, 17 or something. You cannot get the phone out of his hand. He's always got it in his hand. He's always got someone to talk to. He's always, you know, talking crap or whatever to someone and I just think like oh my god like yes I used to kind of be like you but god when you hit like 24, 25 you're going to realise 
wow, I why was I doing that? There's just there is so much more to maybe, life than just your phone. Maybe it's jealousy. It sounds like jealousy when you're saying it out loud. I just listened to you and yeah, it sounds maybe. like you're jealous. Maybe. He's got more friends than you, mate. Maybe. Oh, oh my god, maybe that's right. <laughs> oh god, now I want to be a teenager again. I just feel like yeah, like after a four month lockdown, you really do kind of sort of reevaluate your priorities, you reevaluate who your friends are and who you talk to and yeah. you know, I feel like yeah, for you being in hotel quarantine for eight weeks, no offense, I can't think of anything more una- uh, unbearable. Um, how do you, how does one survive two months worth in, in hotel quarantine? Well, I tell you, the first the first two weeks is again, it's a novelty thing where you go, where in my life as an adult will I get to spend? Two weeks, just by myself, no company, just my own company. You truly get to know yourself. But also, I mean, I managed to finish pornography after the second stint. You know, you sort of, you've clocked it. You've done all of it. And then you go, at the end, um, it is the storyline that's important in porn. You don't think it, but it is. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I, but that's where I started writing a lot of comedy and, just sort of, uh, and it gives you that luxury of checking in with people. You yeah. know, just picking up the phone and ringing people, giving them the fright of their life because no one just gets a phone call anymore. You know, it's like when they used to text them, and then if someone rings, you're like, oh my, what is wrong with this person? Why are they calling me? Oh, I used to you be. You know, you immediately assume someone died. I know. Well, it's I used to be like that. Like, I would hate calling people. I don't know why. It wasn't like a phobia or anything. I just, I couldn't bear the thought of being on the phone to someone because then, like, a phone call's like, commitment you know like you've called them up yeah. you, you're locked into that commitment until they, they finish the conversation whereas I want to end yeah. things on my own terms so I throw them a text message and you know I won't check it for another three days or something but yeah I'm, I'm a bit better with the phone calls now I yeah that's just I don't know why it's just a whole thing that I went through about four years ago but it, it is definitely a phenomenon where people are like, you don't find people, it's rude now to find people. I'm like, do you people remember when we still had the phones in the kitchen and you have to untangle the cord? Like, oh, what is wrong with you? What um, a huge yeah, throwback. Yeah, I know, I know. And now that I know you're a child, I could have burst you from my loins. I mean, I wouldn't have, but <laughs> I could have. I'm um, only 20, sure, I'm look. 25. I was around in the late 90s, early 90s to appreciate, you know, no, a handheld I phone and whatnot. Had you, and not even as a teenage pregnancy. I could have just had you in my 20s. <laughs> <laughs> my family would have been proud that I had a baby boy. That's, that's how much older I am. <laughs> Ursula Carlson, you are an absolute hurt. I cannot wait to get, for you to bring your tour down under. You're playing shows at the Melbourne Comedy Festival, Newcastle, Sydney, Brisbane, Canberra, Hobart, pretty much everywhere in Australia almost. Tickets on sale now through Ticketek or LiveNation.com.au. Ursula Carlson, it was such a delight to chat to you today. I really appreciate it. Thanks, Mike. Come to the show and bring that 18-year-old boy with you. Oh, well, we'll, we'll, uh, we'll put, him into, uh, put him into line, I think, I reckon, Ursula. Yeah, I'll let him work the show. (laughs) Yeah, he'd really love that, Ursula. Uh, Keep it locked. We are about 25 minutes away from introducing you to one of your favourite new artists, Raria. We'll get her new track on air as well. This now from Purple Disco Machine and Isla. It's Dopamine on the On Air with Brandon Atkins Show. John Corey, Ray and the Gwets with Bed. Now let's get this party started. Brandon.
Brandon Atkins. Brandon Atkins. Brandon Atkins. Live on air across Australia. Brandon Atkins. Three, two, one. All right, just a little trigger warning for what we're about to talk about next because I was perusing through news.com.au earlier this week and I came across an article that kind of stood out to me in a not-so-good way. So this 18-year-old girl has shocked the internet by sharing some of her father's creepy house rules and one of these rules that really stood out to me was the fact that no doors are to be closed or locked at any one time that includes you know bedroom doors bathroom doors and she was sharing that you know sometimes he would walk into the bathroom and you know brush his teeth or you know shave or you know wash his hair or do his hair before he goes out to work that day whilst she's in there it doesn't happen all the time but it happens some of the time and I saw that and I was like, that's that's pretty creepy. Why would you make that a house rule? And it and it got me thinking, what are some of the crazy house rules that you abide by or you have in your house? Or worse slash funnier, someone else, like a friend of yours. I, I really want you to share this with me now on Instagram at Brandon Atkins Radio. Or feel free to share on the phone, 131009. We will take your feedback next. I want to see and hear some of these crazy house rules that you're by to, and hopefully not as bad as the one that I've just provided as an example. I, that was just, no. Crazy. This is New FM's On Air with Brandon Atkins Show with The Weekends. Yeah, talking insane house rules, it's off the back of an article I saw this week where an 18-year-old girl shocked the internet by sharing some of her father's crazy and creepy house rules. They include, like, keeping the doors opened at all times, nothing is to be locked, even when someone's in the bathroom, whether she's in the bathroom or even a guest is over using the bathroom. He'll just wander in and, you know, do his hair, have a shave or go to the bathroom itself. Very disturbing and crazy. So I thought I'd put the call out to you guys on 131009 or on Insta at Brandon Atkins Radio. Drop me a DM, drop me a follow, you know, let's connect and let me hear some of your crazy house rules. Georgia has written in saying, I live with my grandmother and our house has two bathrooms. One bathroom is her bathroom exclusively and the other bathroom is everyone else's. If you use her bathroom, you're shunned from seeing her or being in her home for life. My cousin and her three kids have been banned from seeing my grandmother ever again because... We completely forgot to tell my cousin's ex-husband about the bathroom rule. Wow, this this is kind of petty and I'm kind of digging this. Uh, what else we got? Amelia. Hi, Amelia. Uh, when I used to stay at my ex-boyfriend's house, we were never allowed to have jam and cream with scones. It was either one or the other. That's brilliant. I mean, I... I personally could not be over at that house because I'm a sucker for jam and cream on a scone. And Aaron said, I had a friend growing up who wasn't allowed to plug anything in. So basically anyone under 16 wasn't allowed to touch plugs or PowerPoints in their house. I think we were 10 at the time and I was allowed to plug and unplug things at my own home. So this was really baffling to me. And that's really baffling to me too, Aaron. I mean, keep sending through your insane house rules. I would love to hear from you. Uh, stick around. We're going to do a round of first date confessions in the next 20 minutes. If you've got a juicy confession, all anonymous, by the way, feel free to drop me a line at Brandon Atkins Radio or Insta or Facebook us on air with Brandon Atkins. Next, I am going to introduce you. One of your favourite new artists for 2022. She's out of Melbourne. Her name is Raria. She's got a brand new song out called Dude. We'll play it for you next. Come. There's only one. 
Okay, so she's a Melbourne-based artist that is, like, destined for great things in 2022. She released an EP last year, which was absolutely sublime. Her brand-new track is called Dude, and, wow, it just... It's absolutely magnificent. It's by a chick named Raria. She's zooming into the show now. Hello, how are you? Hi, I'm good. How are you? I am so good. Um, this this chat is a long time coming because you and I caught up on a previous incarnation of this show last year. And I feel like since we've last spoken, yeah. it's I feel like your career is just, it's just going from strength to strength. You've got this brand new track out called Dude. We've just played it. And I kid you not, when I heard it on New Music Friday, on the day it released, I was addicted straight away. There's just this, I don't know, this bubbly sensation to the track. Um, talk to me. How did the track come together? Oh, firstly, thank you. That's so sweet. Um, I wrote this song with Cyrus. I'm not sure if you've heard him. He's an amazing artist. Oh, God, he gets around the Cyrus, I tell you. I know. Jeez. <laughs> He's incredible. And I went about a year ago to do a whole writing um, little week there. Mm. And yeah, we wrote this song. I walked into the session pretty annoyed because I was seeing this guy and I didn't know where things were going. I was getting mixed signals from him, everything. Mm. And then I was like, I need to write a song about this. And I think the tipping point for me was when he called me dude after we hooked up. So I was like, Cyrus, I need to get my anger out. And so we just wrote dude. <laughs> I, I think what is, what made the song so likable for me from the get-go was the fact this is a track that everyone can resonate and relate to. I don't think there would be any scenario where someone has been in this situation where, yeah, you hook up with someone and you kind of sort of pretty much locked in and typecasted in the friend zone, like instantly straight away. And if no one's ever yeah. been in a position like this, well, you have not lived. Um, I mean, for you in that for you in that sort of moment when that happened, I mean, that would have been heartbreaking. It would have been shattering. Yeah. It, look, it wasn't the best feeling. Um, I mean, when you reach a certain age, you're kind of like, oh, I'm so done with boys that just wasting my time and I was like oh you're another boy that's wasting my time mm. this is so annoying so mm. it kind of yeah because I've been single for so long it hurt even more and I just I just tried to change his mind so much but it didn't work out back then yeah unfortunately um hot tip us boys can be very stubborn sometimes I don't know if you've cottoned on yet um so we I apologize on all for, on, for all males on this planet that yes we can be very stubborn sometimes and very selfish as well uh, it's a plot twist to it actually because it didn't work out back then and then we kind of gave it um a bit of like space and everything and let that space do its thing and now he's actually my boyfriend <laughs> oh, what? Okay, okay, okay. Let's okay. Let's just sort of backtrack a little bit here, right? Okay, so you've got this track out about him um, and about him, you know, being an absolute dog and yeah. now the song's out, you're together. How, <laughs> how is he, how does he, how has he reacted to this? Oh, he's a little bit embarrassed, but I was like, well, you shouldn't have, you should have said, shouldn't have said those things back then. So, yeah. <laughs> karma, karma's a Pretty bitch, fun. isn't it? 
Yeah, yeah, it's pretty funny, but we laugh about it now. And I got permission from him to use the voice memo that that's the original one he sent me. And I asked him and he was fine with it. Um, and it's just funny how everything works out. You know, I thought that really wasn't going to work out, but I persisted with it. And yeah, yeah. now he's my boyfriend. Well, the world, <laughs> the world's a funny place, Raria. It really is. And I think when hearing this track, I mean, the lyrics, as I said, the song is so, so relatable. It can resonate with everyone. Um, I feel like we can literally hear you pour your emotions out onto this track. and. It seems like one of these tracks that would have come together within like an hour. You know, like, yeah, you know, you went in, read it, wrote it, produced it, bam, it's done in an hour. Like how, how quickly did this song come together for you? Honestly, probably four hours we had it done. Jeez. Um, and then we spent a couple months just fixing it up, but the song was basically done, yeah, in four hours. We had all the lyrics, all the melodies. We just spent a long time touching up the production and, mm. and then it all came together. Yeah, yeah. I feel so, like, well, I'm just going to say, like, this song, like, no, it really perfectly encapsulates, you know, all these raw and emotional feelings that we all feel um, when we're dating people and we're, we're kind of not sure if they're on the same page as me or if we're on the same page as them. And uh, I just, you know, it, it just a situation like this can help one grow more, become a better person, become more self-aware and of, of not only yourself, but others around you. I mean, this... In, in, an, in an essence, oh shit, yep. find off the microphone over. Um, in an essence, I think this this sort of moment for you would be, is a very defining moment for you. And I guess we can kind of hear that through the track as well. Yeah, definitely. I, I was really upset while writing this song and I feel like my emotions definitely came out because I was so upset. Mm. <laughs> but I feel like that's, that's, that's the songwriting. I mean, I write because it basically is free therapy for me. And I guess I don't want people to feel sad when they hear the song, but I want them to hear that there's other people going through that if you're going through it also. So if the emotion's getting out there, then I guess I did my job right. Oh, absolutely. Song. And you're right too. I mean, like what, hearing the track, I wasn't upset when I heard the track, but I kind of felt there was a bit of sympathy. I was like, oh, excuse me. I was like, there was a bit of sympathy. I was like, oh, no. you know, I can't, oh, I kind of feel sorry for her. You know, like you don't want, you don't want anyone, you know, regardless if you know someone or you don't know them to be in a situation like that. So I guess, yeah, there is, there is that sort of sense of, oh yeah, we, 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 you know, we feel sympathetic that you're in a position like this, but I mean, look, look at, look at you now. It all turned out pretty well for you. So, you know. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what's in the um, what's in the pipeline for you this year, Raria? I mean, you know, you had your EP out last year, which uh, you know I was obsessed with. Um, what what's the plan for you now this year? I mean, you've started twenty twenty two off on an absolute high. The benchmark is up here, and and I know you, you 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 just look you beat every benchmark that comes your way. So talk to me. What's what's the Raria vision for the year? Oh, you're the best. Um... <laughs> Just releasing, releasing, releasing. Like I want to drop so many of my songs. I have so many that have built up that mm. I just want to drop them all out for everyone to hear. So yeah. I'm excited. Release so many new songs. Hopefully do some shows here in Melbourne. Um, there's a few restrictions still, so it's a bit hard, yeah. but ho hopefully I can get on the the shows here, maybe in Sydney. Yeah, nice. Festival lineups, I would love that. Oh, that'd be but nice. yeah, it, I mean, 
has to do with how the world's going. So, but fingers crossed. Which is very, which as we know, the world is absolutely unpredictable. Um, But I mean, like the success that we've seen of you in the last, or I have seen of you in the last 12, 18 months has, I'm in awe of, of who you are and what you do and who you are as a person. I mean, like your music is just, is electrifying and for you to come out of the blocks this year with dude it just it it really sets you up for a terrific 2022 it really does thank you oh that means so much honestly oh bless no absolutely well look the new track dude it's out now um buy it stream it uh do whatever you do with music i don't know what you do um but we're playing it here on the show absolutely obsessed with it raria um what a treat thank you so much No, thank you. All right, let's do a round of first date confessions in the next 20. If you've got a confession you want to offload and share with the world, drop me a line now on Insta at Brandon Atkins Radio or call us 131009 as we do Alesso and Katy Perry here at the On Air with Brandon Atkins show. Sunday night across Australia, you're locked onto the On Air with Brandon Atkins show. Chase Zera there with Jealous. I see you, baby. All right, would love to hear your thoughts on this on 131009 or on Insta at Brandon Atkins Radio. Top TV shows of all time. An article came out last week stating what these top TV shows were. I'm going to run through them from 10 to 1 and I, yeah, I'm a little bit iffy on some of these. So coming in at number 10 is Big Bang Theory. Yeah, we know that nerd show that... You know, I feel like you've got to have a PhD to understand. I don't understand that show. Not funny, in my opinion. Uh, number nine, The Office. Now, it actually hasn't specified what version of The Office. We're talking UK or US because both are funny in their own right. Uh, number eight, The Wire. Number seven, The Simpsons. I've been going through The Simpsons recently because, I don't know, it's one thing watching it as a child. It's another thing watching it as an adult. So you actually get you know, some of the some of the things they're putting down in that show. Number six was MASH. Yeah, we're going back to like Stonehenge times. Uh, yeah, MASH, I'm not a fan of that. That's at number six. Number five is The Sopranos. Number four, I take offense to, basically because of what number three is. So number four is Seinfeld. Number three is Friends. Should be the other way around, just quietly. Number two, Game of Thrones. And rounding out the top TV shows of all time, number one's Breaking Bad. Yeah, I'm quite surprised that's in the countdown. But some other shows that didn't make it into the countdown, which I personally am surprised of. I'm not really fans of some of these shows. Some I am. Uh, But Brooklyn Nine-Nine, number 17. uh, The West Wing, number 13. Doctor Who was at 12. Uh, Shit's Creek at 19, and one that I've started to get into, albeit nine years late, Walking Bad, 21, yeah. So there you go, some of the top TV shows of all time that's been recently ranked. Let us know what you think. 131009, or hit us up on Insta, at Brandon Atkins Radio. In the meantime, another round of the E3 going your way soon, and First Date Confessions is next. Your home for the best in pop, dance and R&B is the On Air with Brandon Atkins show, Ollie Murs. 
On air with Brandon Atkins. First date confessions. confessions. These are my yeah. confessions. First date confessions. Alright, so I've been doing the show for six and a half, seven years, and my all-time favorite segment is first date confessions. If you've got something you want to offload with the world, uh, drop me a line on Insta at Brandon Atkins Radio. Don't panic, all confessions are anonymous. I won't single you out and make you feel bad, I don't think. Who knows? We'll see what we get, all right? Let's jump into them. A few weeks back, I had a first date with a pretty cute girl. We had some good conversations, bit of chemistry, and then she told me she was able to see ghosts. Yeah, that would kind of sort of make me run in the opposite direction. Another one that's come through on the socials, I had a dude tell me a 30-minute long story about having diarrhea when he was camping. As he was telling me the story, we were eating Indian food. Yeah, not... Not the best combo to tell a story. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know if I like that. This one just makes my skin crawl immediately. Um, someone went on a date where the other person told them I can travel to interdimensional worlds and I see demons. Yeah, I would be sleeping with one eye open if that was me on a first date. That's just no. I don't know if I approve of that. Um, let's do a few more. A girl I went out with told me on our first date she wants seven kids. And no, she was not joking. Why seven? How did we land on seven? That's what I want to know, just quietly. Um, This next one could not be more Australian, even if they tried. Um, They were told that they were a recovering alcoholic. I have a problem with alcohol. Whilst at a bar, consuming alcohol. I mean, that is just the most Australian thing I have ever seen in my life. And I feel like we need to end things... And I feel like we need to end this segment on, like, an upward note because a lot of them have been very sort of Debbie Downer. Uh, We went to Taco Bell. I didn't even know it was a date. We were friends and unaware we both had crushes on each other. He ordered 20 tacos for us to share and I knew I wanted to be together. I want to know why 20 tacos. Who, Who eats 10 tacos? I mean, I can go to, like, Mad Mex and eat, you know, two regular burritos, but 20 tacos, man. Oh, that's a lot. Um, If you've got a first date confession that you want to share and offload with us, uh, drop us a line now as we gear up to do the E3 next. One of your favourite TV shows uh, targeted in a robbery attack. I'll fill you in on all the deets next. Let's do this from Tovlo. It's off the Euphoria Season 2 soundtrack. It's absolutely beautiful, but yet eerie at the same time. It's How Long On Air Now at the On Air with Brandon Atkins show. Yeah, hope you're having a great Sunday night where you're home of the best in pop, dance and R&B tunes and only fitting we end tonight with the top three songs trending across Australia right now. Taylor Swift and a summer anthem that we all love in the mix tonight. Kicking things off at number three, Kid Leroy and Bieber. This is Stay. I do the same thing I told you that This is New FM's On Air with Brandon Atkins show Elton John, Dua Lipa and Pinal Rounding out the top three with Cold Hearts Now let's get this party started Brandon 
Brandon Atkins. Brandon Atkins. Brandon Atkins. Live on air across Australia. Brandon Atkins. First show on a brand new radio station, done and dusted. It feels so good to be back doing this just quietly. Uh, big thanks to Raria and Ursula Carlson for hanging out. If you missed any of tonight's show, feel free to podcast us now on Spotify or iHeartRadio. All you need to do is search on air with Brandon Atkins. Uh, next week on the show, it's going to be an absolute huge one. Drax Project. Yeah, we played this song early in the night. I am absolutely loving it. Crazy. They'll be zooming through. And Aussie Muso Charlie, she's got a brand new song out. In fact, she was in the top, like, 10 finalists to represent Australia at Eurovision. Uh, unfortunately, pipped out this weekend by Sheldon Riley, but... Charlie, she is absolutely phenomenal. Big things coming to her in 2022. We'll get her on air for a chat as well. Have yourself a great week. I'll chat to you next week. Bye. On air. Ah. With Brandon Atkins.